until she met Bernie. Hey, I'll tell you one thing for sure. On that trip to Belize, they stayed in the same room. And you know damn right well they saw each other in their underwear. <laughs> and I know for sure that when she went to Shreveport to get some sexy lingerie at that Doors lingerie shop, she got herself a see-through nightgown that showed her breast. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. What is a woman her age wanting to do showing her boobs? Seriously. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. My name is Eric. Across from me is Arwen. Follow us on Facebook. We are Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. And then follow us on Twitter as well. We are at Funtime Movies 1. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. So let's talk first about that Joker trailer. It was so good. It was so good. It looks like he's like some clown like a party clown uh-huh. uh, from the trailer. And uh, you see Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. They do mention Gotham. So it's definitely set in a DC universe. Right. But it is, it's a different looking movie. Yeah. Uh, I know when we first heard that Joaquin Phoenix was going to be in this part. Yeah. We kind of were like, What? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that. He looks so good in he this looks part. He looks a lot better than what they showed us as the test reel footage. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this this can probably work now. <laughs> so um, that scene on the subway looked pretty intense. He gets beat up by thugs. Maybe he's going to be like an anti-hero. Or maybe this is how he rises up in the ranks of, you know, crime. Yeah. It's hard to say. It reminded me a lot of uh, that one graphic novel. The Killing Joke? Yes, that one. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of hoping it doesn't go that far. No, no, <laughs> that'd be that'd be too much. Yeah. All right, so we both like this movie. Uh, we're changing subject, by the way, everybody. <laughs> um, and we're going to talk about the movie now. We both like this movie. We watched it... Um, just because I saw a blip of it somewhere. I can't remember what I was looking at. I think I was watching Watch Mojo or something like that on, on YouTube and I saw Bernie, you know? And no, this is not about Bernie Sanders. No. And no, this isn't a sequel to Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> this is just called Bernie. This movie came out in 2011. It is rated PG-13. It is one hour, 39 minutes long. It's got an 88% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. 72% uh, viewers like it. I'm surprised it's not more. Yeah, me too. Maybe people thought it was a little too over the top. Because it is. there is some scenes in it where, I'm, where you're like, okay, that, that just happened. Yeah. So, this is a weirdly delightful cheerful story about a man who murders a woman. Yes. And uh, I think that's what appeals, why it appeals to me. It's directed by Richard Linklater. I think that's how you say his name. Linklater. 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 He directed Dazed and Confused. Yes. Um, pretty, pretty prominent director. Uh, lives in Austin, Texas. 
He's a pretty big deal in Austin. It stars Jack Black, Shirley MacLaine, Matthew McConaughey. Jack Black, we all know who Jack Black is. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know who Jack Black is, just Google him. He's funny. He's funny all the time for some reason. Um, what was the first movie I ever saw Jack Black in? Oh, uh, 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 the one with uh, Jim the, Carrey. Yeah, uh, the cable guy. Yeah. And uh, I thought he was a terrible actor in that. <laughs> He's been cast in certain roles, um, mostly like like in Orange County. He's just this drug addict brother. Um, he was in a movie called Bong Water. He was in uh, uh, Tropic Thunder. Oh, yeah. He played... Uh, I don't know who he played. Little Gay Doughboy. Oh. Remember the farters? The, yeah. Yeah. I think one of my favorite roles of his is uh, from the new Jumanji movie. Yeah, he's really good in that. <laughs> I think if he wouldn't have been in that movie, it wouldn't have been as good. The worst casting choice I think he's ever accepted was uh, King Kong. He, he just, probably thought that that was going to boost his career, though. He was the star of the damn movie. Mm-hmm. It was um, just a bad movie. He had the last line in the whole entire movie. <laughs> I mean, it, it was beauty what killed the beast. <laughs> you know? Um, so, yeah, Jack Black. Anyway, Shirley MacLaine, she's famous for... Everything. Being out-of-body experiences. Well, postcards from the edge. Yeah. Um, she did a lot of theater. She's done a lot of singing. She's a little eccentric. A little. Um, a lot. But my favorite role of hers is actually in Steel Magnolias, where she plays Weezer. She she plays Weezer? Yeah, she's Weezer. Her name's Weezer? Well, that's what they call her, yeah. Oh, that's weird. She is so freaking funny. Okay. I could aspire to be Weezer. That is a that is a terrible movie, though. <gasps> and, all right. Uh, and, and then, you know, Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Everyone knows him. Um, this is a pretty good role for him. He plays a district attorney named something Buck. like Jane, Dan- Danny Buck. Danny Buck. Um, Shirley MacLaine plays uh, Marjorie Nugent. And uh, Jack Black plays... Bernie. Bernie T-Day. T-Day, yeah. So... And Matthew McConaughey was also in Days and Confused. Yes, he was. I really liked him in True Detective. Yeah. Um, he played a, a lawyer, I think, in A Time to Kill with Samuel L. Jackson. That's a good movie. And that was the first time I went. I, I, that was the first time I watched a movie with Matthew McConaughey in it. And I was like, oh, this guy's good. Yeah. So um, so that's pretty much the only big stars in this mm-hmm. movie. I'll talk a little bit later about somebody I kept seeing. <laughs> Um, in the movie because he looks so damn familiar and then I looked him up and found out who he was and I've seen like 12 or 14 of his movies. That's funny. Um, so we'll talk about him in a little bit. But first, this is a true story. Yeah. Um, I didn't read where what year it happened. I think 2006 maybe, maybe oh, earlier than that. Because he has a flip phone at the beginning, but yeah. by the middle or end, he has an iPhone. So it's got to be after 2010 um, or after 2008. I don't know when iPhones came out. One second. So, yeah, he, the murder actually occurred in 1996. Okay. 
So this is based off a 1996 murder case. Yes. Um, it was adapted from a newspaper article by a guy named Skip Hollinsworth, who wrote a big story about it. Richard Linklater, who lives in Texas and reads the newspaper, go figure. Mm-hmm. He read the story and he talked to Skip. He then started visiting Bernie at at his prison. And then they made this movie. Jack Black visited Bernie a bunch of times. And uh, this is like a sleeper hit, I think. I think so, too. Um, I really like the movie because it's like a documentary. Yeah. It's a, it's a dramatized documentary. Right. They, they start off like they introduce you a little bit to Bernie. He's a guest at a college. And he's teaching the students how to properly prepare a body. Yes. Because he's, he's very, a mortician. He's, he's a funeral director. Yes. Mortician right. is such a barbaric <laughs> word. Um, yeah, he's an assistant funeral director in this town of Carthage. Yep, Carthage, Texas. Carthage, Texas, which is in East Texas. Okay. You got West Texas with all them bulls and ranchers. <laughs> You got the, uh, what do they call it? The oh, United it was... uh, State of Austin? Yeah. Or something like that. There's a, there's a great interaction yeah. of what each part of Texas is. Yeah. Um, and how it's split up, like, politically, geographically, um, ecology. Yeah. So, that was interesting. But he's preparing this body, and it just shows how calm and how respectful of the dead he is. It's something he takes seriously. It's some. It's his passion, mm-hmm. and uh, it kind of sets you up like, okay, so who's this guy? Mm-hmm. And they show him driving his car. He's singing gospel, and songs. he's singing gospel songs, and he just loves life. Mm-hmm. They call him a shopaholic at one point because he'll see something he likes in a store and just clean all of it out of the store. And just give the stuff away. Yeah. Like, they showed him earlier buying, like, uh, clocks. Yeah, he saw this bird clock, and he had Mm. to have all of them. He took every single one (laughs) off the shelf. Um, Between some scenes, though, they they talk to people. Some are actors, but some are people who actually knew Bernie. So that was kind of weird, because you didn't know who was who. Mm -hmm. Um, Their names were, almost all of their names were changed in the movie. Um, there's this one woman, she's she's like a six-pack-a-day smoker. <laughs> she got a deep old voice like Bernie. Not Bernie, like uh, Billy Bob Thornton uh, in, in Sling Blade. So they talk to these people, kind of interview style, like Modern Family or The Office, you know, just an aside. Yeah. And... Uh, one of the funniest ones was this older lady with, like, she's a beautiful older lady, and she's sitting next to this other woman who doesn't have any lines. She just laughs she just at laughs. everything the older lady says. And that older lady says some sassy-ass stuff, and it cracks me up because she's just so dang serious about it. Uh-huh. I mean, you know these people. You know who they are. You live in a small town, uh, or you live in a community yeah. where this stuff happens. And people just talk to each other and talk about each other. Yeah, these are people that are ha- hang out at the local diners Yeah, and just talk amongst themselves. Right. I mean, like, where I work, 
in our break room, there's just a group of like four or five people sit around in a circle and all they do is gossip about whatever's going on in the work, in the workplace. So you get all that. Mm -hmm. And then there's this guy and I'm going to talk about him right now because if not, I'll just forget. Yeah. Very handsome, older man, mm -hmm. uh, gray hair, um, kind of balding, wears a, wears a trucker cap. He's the one in the diner that yeah. they're interviewing. Yeah. He's the one in the diner. Um, and I kept going, where have I seen this guy before? How have I, who is that guy and why do I know him? So I had to look it up and I went on IMDb. And I scrolled and I kept scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And he's really low on this list. Um, and I'm not going to tell you his name. I'm just going to say he's Rabbit from the Full Moon Entertainment uh, franchise. Okay. So the first time I saw Rabbit was in uh, Trancers. Okay. Um, and he has popped up as a reoccurring character in Full Moon Entertainment uh, films. So the character's name is Rabbit. Yes. Okay. Um, he was like a groundskeeper, but like in the Evil Bong movies, he's just a delivery guy, I think. And then not even just a delivery guy. He just hangs out with the Bong people <laughs> and, and smokes weed all the time. Um, uh -huh. <laughs> oh, and by the way, Evil Bong is probably the funniest crap I've ever seen. I and will I'm take calling your word it, for it. I'm calling it crap because it is crap. <laughs> It is total crap. But, like, you go inside the evil bong and there's, like, Killjoys in there and, like, Jack Death Trancer Hunters in there for no reason. That's odd. And they just, like, hang out in there and they're smoking weed, you know. And it's just a funny movie. Is Full Moon still around then? Um, yeah. Yeah, they they, they have... video store kind of... Yeah, they were video store types, you yeah. know. Kind of like Troma. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, I want to do, like, a little, like, piece on Troma... And then talk a little bit about Full Moon because those two, they deserve a lot more love than than they're 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 given, just for like an independent film standpoint. Okay. And they're they're entertainment companies that have been around for almost fifty years now. Oh wow. So, yeah. So anyway, I think around the time of this, like we we see that like Bernie. Loves singing at funerals. Oh, he just sings all the time. Yeah. And he, Jack Black has such a good voice. Yeah. So you kind of enjoy all right. the songs. You just sit there and you just listen to him. And, you know, whether you like gospel music or not, uh, he's he just sings everything beautifully. Mm -hmm. And then uh, they kind of go into, like, how Bernie is, like, really popular with the widows. Yes. And, like, these older ladies. <laughs> all the older ladies love him. And... I don't know if it's a, a sexual thing, though. I, I don't know if there's sex involved, but there's definitely him feeling well, like he has to take care of these women. It, it could be like a, a mother thing. Yeah. You know, he really enjoys taking care of and being around right. older women because he missed something. And, you know, it comes out that he was molested as a child, so maybe he's Well, it didn't looking. come out that way in the movie. No, but later in life you find out. So if we're talking about the actual person of Bernie, why this behavior of being around these older women, it could be because he's looking for that well, yeah. mom. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, 
Bernie, like Jack Black doesn't portray Bernie as satire or No, he's a joke. really respectful. And you could tell he actually spent time with Bernie because he walked like Bernie. He spoke like Bernie. And all of his weird, quirky mannerisms were there. He really mm. took on the full Bernie. Right, right. Yeah, and I really, I really liked his... This is probably the best thing he's ever done, Jack Black. Yeah. Um, from a serious standpoint, yes. From any standpoint, really. Really? Yeah. Because otherwise, he's just this over-the-top guy. Well, yeah. In this... He's not chewing the scenery. He's not, you know. That's true. That's he's not, true. He's not Jack Blacking. No. Okay. I, I, yes, I agree with that. Yeah. We meet up with Marjorie, played by Shirley MacLaine, and we know a couple things about her right away. The townspeople hate her guts uh-huh. because she is uh, a bitch. She's just not nice at all. Um, her, her husband was the person who ran the bank. And uh, he was very generous. Like, if a ranch hand needed help, he'd give him a loan. You know, things like that. But when Marjorie took over, she just kept denying loans. Yeah, that one scene where the couple leaves from the bank. Yeah. And she just comes over and picks up their paperwork and throws it in the trash. Right. <laughs> I was like, holy crap. Yeah, yeah. There's no loans given out. I think we've out. all met someone like this. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Nobody likes her in town. But her husband died. And, of course, Bernie takes care of the body, um, sings a song, and then he tries to, you know, say something nice to her. And she's just, like, real snippety with him. Mm-hmm. And she, she snips at him and, you know, very, very abrupt speaking. Mm-hmm. But Bernie doesn't give up. He's like, I'm going to make a friend. <laughs> I'm going to make sure that she's okay. Right. You know, mentally. He shows up to the house and uh, with some presents, like brownies and... Uh, yeah, like little, and little bad gels and things like that. And she like takes him and shuts the door on his face. And then he comes back again and again. And eventually she just starts letting him in the house. And he takes care of her. Like... Massaging her feet. Yeah. Um, her nails. So to go back a little bit about why Bernie probably is attracted to these older women is also because older women can be known to give gifts and give money. So it may not have always been just about the motherly thing either. So do you think he was manipulating these women? I think if you if you know that you can get free stuff out of certain people you would possibly do that you think it was intentional um i don't know if it was at first really but it's possible i mean it's it's a pattern it could be both it could be he really loved all the attention too i think he was totally innocent i don't know we also get the idea that uh, bernie is pretty knowledgeable in just about everything 
Yeah. They show him doing crafts. They show him helping, like, put up drywall. He knows how to, you know, work on cars. People's taxes. People's taxes. Like, he helps people do their taxes. He just helps the community. Mm -hmm. And they keep saying that he's not from there, but when he moved there, he became uh, important in that town. Yeah. So, wherever he came from um, must miss the hell out of him. That, or he just became a new person when he moved to Carthage. That's possible, too. I noticed that, like, okay, so Jack, uh, not Jack, Bernie gets Marjorie to start going to church. Yes. And it's kind of funny, because they're in, like, a uh, Bible study group in uh, in a room, and the preacher comes in, and he touches Marjorie on the shoulder, and she kind of jerks away. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Marjorie hates being touched. There's a problem there. Either she's just like, don't get your slimy hands on me, or or she's like, abuse of That's some possible. sort. But that was a mannerism I, lo- I, I, I observed throughout the film, um, is that everybody, and then eventually Bernie was allowed to like give her massages and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't like totally against that. But like there was a scene where Bernie grabs her hand and, and tries to get her to, and she like jerks she her hand her away. away. Mm-hmm. So, and then there's there's a scene where they're both getting uh, like a couple's massage. Yeah, and she holds his hand. Yeah, and it seemed like that was really symbolic. Right at that moment. Yeah, and uh, this is a part that this is where the movie starts getting a little weird. Is that uh, Bernie and her have this almost a symbiotic relationship. Like, they can't exist without each other. Yeah. Or she can't exist without him. She can't exist without him. Um, You know, it's like like she adopted him as her new husband, almost. Yeah. But also as a personal slave, because she ended up firing all of her staff. Yeah. Except for a groundskeeper, the stockbroker dude. Yeah. And Bernie. Right. And then she was like, steel reins aren't Bernie. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, they go places. They go to Russia. They made that clear that they went to Russia. (laughs) Um, They went to New York. And later on, you find out they stayed at a place called the (laughs) Ritz-Carlton. That's a fancy hotel. You like the fancy stuff. Um, They rode first class wherever they went. Well, yeah, that's what she's accommodated Mm -hmm. to or accustomed to. They went and saw a play in Broadway. Fancy play called Less Miserables. <laughs> so I thought that was really funny during that court scene. Yeah. Where he said that and Bernie corrects him. Yeah, he's like, no, it's, it's Les Miserables. Yeah. And, and, and he's like, see? And it's like, well, that was really easy one. Yeah. You know, and, but just because he knows how to say Les Mis doesn't mean that he's a snooty, rich person. Right. That is true. Also, during this time, Bernie becomes a pilot. Yes. And he flies plane, his plane around, um, just out of uh, recreation. Mm-hmm. So that was that was a bit extravagant. See, he, he did begin to take on that rich lifestyle with Marjorie. Well, yeah. Yeah, he was getting accommodated to it. And the more she threw at him, the more he stayed. Yes. He was uh, 
director of the local plays. Yeah, the community theater. Community theater, yeah. Dog mm-hmm. on it. Um, they show him singing uh, a song from Guys and Dolls at first. And Marjorie's in the crowd and she or in the audience not in the audience, but like it's she's practice. Just, she's yeah, sitting she's in sitting the stands. There. Yeah. And she's watching him sing to this woman and I think that's where she kinda like I love him. Yeah. Kind of deal. Yeah, her face softens and you yeah, know, she begins. And then uh and then it just seems to go downhill after about two years is what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, it was about two years they had their relationship. And uh we're not going to get into all of it. Um, there was a funny scene where they're like at this, I don't know, festival of some sort. And there's a guy with a chainsaw art. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's like, how do you uh, do this? And he goes, well, I see an image in my head. And then I cut around the parts that aren't don't fit that image. And he goes, that's interesting. He gives him a card. He gets it, yeah. He says, I'd like to commission you for something, you know, blah, blah, blah. So he's st- he's always thinking about the town. Yeah. He's always thinking about how he could make the town better. Mm-hmm. So we're going to stop gushing over Bernie for a little <laughs> bit because we got to talk about Matthew McConaughey's character. Uh, now, I'm not going to say he's slimy because he's not. No, but they did say that when... Uh, when there was nothing going on, he looked for something. Yeah. Like his his hands on the, the truck. Hands on the hard top. Yes. Or hard body. Hard body, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was great. Yeah. R- Richard Linklater uh, was one of the people uh, with their hands on the car, by the way. Oh, really? So, director cameo. <laughs> Um, Did he get arrested in that scene? I don't know. It would have been funny. (laughs) I remember we watched an episode of The Simpsons where it's like, free boat today. Yes. And they go in, I'd like to my free boat. Oh, you're under arrest, you know? Uh And it's exactly that. Yeah. And uh, I know that they do this stuff because I think they did it recently in Little Rock. Oh, really? But I can't remember what it was. It was like, you won a cash prize, come down. Oh. (laughs) And then people would just go there and they'd be arrested. Wow. So, it was kind of interesting. Is it entrapment? Uh, probably. I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not a judge. I would think that would be entrapment. But it feels like entrapment. It's like if if you're dressed like a hooker and you're a cop, and somebody says, "Hey, you know, I want to uh, procure beep, your search. <laughs> <laughs> I want to procure your services," <laughs> and you go, "Oh, okay." Let me get out the handcuffs. And the guy's like, all right, we're going to town. <laughs> and then you're, you end up in jail. So um, I was just going to buy you dinner. That's all I was going to do. Uh, to catch a predator, too. Yeah. That's total entrapment. It's totally worth watching sometimes. Yeah, it was. that was the creepiest damn show I've ever seen in my that life. That guy ended up getting in trouble, the host. Yeah. He, like, bounced this huge check and yeah, like going to jail. Yeah, like or $20,000 check. It was like, so, everybody's just bad. Yeah. One of the big questions was, uh, was their relationship romantic? Yeah, I don't think they ever said whether we, it was or not. We get back to the funny lady, though, at this point, right? Oh, she's hilarious. She goes, she goes you know what I heard? <laughs> I heard that the, that she bought some lingerie from one of them boutiques, <laughs> and she just pranced around, Bernie. And you could probably see through. It's probably see through. And then this girl. She talks about her nipples, too. Yeah. You could see her nipples. Um, and uh, and this woman that's sitting next to her 
is just sitting there just laughing. She never says a word. Not one word. She she didn't even go, oh, you're bad or mm-hmm. anything. She's just like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. yeah. So it was pretty funny. I also wrote down here that he used her wealth to experience a finer life. Yes. And he did. Because, you know, the planes, the, the, the meals. Um, he still drove his original car, though. He did, but he drove her around in her car. He did. But when it was just himself, he yeah. used his own car. Yeah. And he did keep his his house, his small house. Yeah. I don't think he lived in it. I also wrote down, uh, was it wrong if she was happy? Was it wrong for him to exploit her wealth? Um, I think that Marjorie was smart enough to realize when people were taking advantage of her because... As as they stated in the movie and in real life, her granddaughter had tried to sue her yeah. to get to the grandfather's trust. Yeah. Um, so she was very leery of people who would take advantage of her. So she obviously felt that Bernie wasn't taking advantage of her. Okay. And so I think it was very cathartic for her to have someone else in her life that she actually cared about. Yeah. But she also has the same personality, and that only lasts so long. Yeah. Another question they asked in the movie was, was Bernie gay? And uh, it's possible. It's possible. It could um, be he's just asexual, yeah, too. Yeah, he, he might not have any sexual preference. Yeah. I mean, there are people out there that do that, as bizarre as it sounds. So, I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, the fashion guy? Something gun? Tim Gunn? Oh, Tim Gunn? Yeah, he claims he's asexual. Really? Yeah. Oh. But he's definitely gay adjacent. Yeah. I just made that up. <laughs> um, no, but the Tim Gunn thing, uh, I did read that once. That's interesting. She does make Bernie her benefactor. Yeah. And she gives him power of attorney. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, So he became her everything. Yeah. She becomes real uh, possessive, though. Mm-hmm. So he can't he can't direct at the community theater because she needs him. Right. He can't fly his airplane because she needs him. He can't uh, go to the town market because she needs him. Mm-hmm. He has to pick up her pills. Yeah. He has to. Take he has her to, to the keep her. Yeah, take her to the hairdresser. Keep her. Uh, schedule a pill taking because remember he's oh, there yeah. eating yeah yeah at one point they're eating uh breakfast at a, at a hotel and she goes do you have my pill and he goes i'm sorry marjorie what are you talking about and she says my pills i have to take them before eight and he goes okay i'll just go up to the room and get them it's no big deal and she goes yeah you go up to that room <laughs> and i'm like oh my gosh yeah so there's this build up like it gets real tense too because I've I've been in not relationships but in friendships where somebody's really overly demanding and it turns out like you know I'm glad those relationships are over because I couldn't deal anymore with that kind of a deal. Right, it was too know? toxic. Yeah, and I'm glad I have the friendships I have now because there is a there's a give and take. Right. Not just a take take take. And, you know, Marjorie, she's giving, but just enough for her to take a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, he tries to avoid confrontation all the time. Oh, yeah. 
So this stockbroker, we're going to talk about the stockbroker. He's the real hero of this movie. Yeah. Uh, whether you whether you believe it or not, this guy is great because he doesn't stop asking questions. Right. And I, at this point, with, with the stockbroker, it's not about the money. No. It's about he's constantly been in contact with Marjorie over the years. Yeah. And then suddenly there's no contact. So, well, suddenly Bernie's involved. Yeah, Bernie's involved. And Bernie and shouldn't have been involved. No. And so Bernie was making uh, uh, stock suggestions. You know, yes. We should invest in this and we should invest in that. And he's like, who the hell is we? Mm-hmm. You mean her? Right. You know, and that was the right thing to do. It really was because he'd hang he, up wasn't, on him. he wasn't on any of her paperwork. Uh-uh. From a legal standpoint, Bernie shouldn't have been involved at all. No, not at all. Uh, so there's that, uh, there's also a scene in a restaurant. They loved eating at this Mexican restaurant and, uh, she chews her food constantly. 25 times. 25 times. Even refried beans. He's like, Marjorie, it's just refried beans. You don't have to chew 25 times. She just dead eye stares at uh-huh. him and just keeps chewing. And, uh, I have this thing where I can't hear people eat. I just can't. It just makes right. me angry. And uh, I can understand that. And I can understand wanting to kill somebody <laughs> uh, to, because they do stupid things like that. <laughs> he shoots a rifle at an armadillo. Near. Yeah. I said he at misses. an armadillo. Yeah, I didn't missed. say hit the armadillo. And that's, that's her pushing him. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then we're going to get to the murder now. So... They're going to go to lunch, I think. She had an appointment or something, I thought. Yeah. She kept pushing him. Yeah. And he's like, well, do I have time to do rehearsal today? We have dress rehearsal for the music man. And she's like, no, we don't have time for that. And uh, this twenty-two rifle. The armadillo rifle. Yeah. He calls it the armadillo rifle. <laughs> um, he picks it up and like... I think he blacks the hell out. Yeah, I think it was a temporary moment of insanity. Yeah. Because why would you shoot somebody when you've got a good deal going? So he pops her in the back four times. Yes. And uh, we don't see the actual shooting. No. There's no blood in this movie. No. There's there's no, oh, squibs popping off in no. her back. You do see her fall over, but you, you do. don't see any but blood. But what do they show instead of... Uh, of her walking to the car. What do they show? Her chewing. Her chewing. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I had to mention that yeah. before this. Right. Because he was like, oh, you're never going to chew food in <laughs> front of me again. And he pops her four times. What's funny, because there is a funny part to this scene. He walks over to her and goes, Marjorie, are you okay? And it's like, no, she's not okay. Right. Right. <laughs> and that's where he comes back into the real world exactly. and goes, oh, what have I done? Uh-huh. So... What does he do? Puts her in the freezer. Well, first he prays. That's what's funny. He, he, he prays to God and asks for a sign or what to do. Yeah. And then he looks at the freezer and you're like, oh, God he's gave him gonna a sign. put her in the freezer. Yeah. In with the steaks and the ice cream. <laughs> I love the accents in this movie. Yeah. So they, yeah, he puts her in a, he puts her in the freezer but we don't see him put her in the freezer. No, no. 
we you don't... just see him look over yeah. and then it continues with the movie. Yeah, because the next scene is him singing uh, 27 trombones or whatever. At the Music Man. The so music man. how sadistic do you have to be to commit a murder that obviously bothered you and then go and pretend like nothing is wrong? I think that's what he does. It's just, that's crazy. People go into pretend land. You know that. I know that. But how can you just wipe away everything you just did like an hour ago? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And act like nothing's wrong. I don't know. It's insane. Yeah. I could do it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You just wait. Well. (laughs) Are you threatening me? A little bit. (laughs) Um. I wrote down that nobody gave a crap about Marjorie, so nobody was looking for her. No, and nobody thought Bernie would except ever for, do anything right, so horrible. And, except for one person. Yep. The stockbroker. Yep. He would explain away why Marjorie wasn't around. Marjorie's in the car with me. She just, uh, she's, I'm taking her to the hospital. She just had a major stroke. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, Marjorie, you can't talk. You can't talk. Yeah. Save your strength, Marjorie. Or she's in in a uh, nursing home in Arizona or a hospital in Arizona yeah. or something. You know? And yeah. it's like, you could call 411 and get, uh, you know, hospitals or call the local police in that area and go, yeah. hey, we think something's wrong. How long did it take? Nine months. Nine months. Yeah, a long time. The sheriff even came by at one point and was like talking to Bernie and was like, you know, she's just been real sick and... Well, that we understand, Bernie, but we got to come out and look. And then he leaves. Yeah. And it's like even the sheriff hated this woman. Yeah, nobody liked him. In fact, he goes, he goes, uh, he says something really mean about Marjorie and Jack Black's like, or Bernie's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> um, but Danny Buck uh, is called by, I think, one of the granddaughters or the granddaughter, mm-hmm. right? And uh, they obviously want to search the premises of Marjorie's home. So before we get to this point, Bernie has been using money to help people in the community. Yeah. For over these nine months, he's been giving people money. Loans and things. He, he bought Not a even trophy. Loans. Well, it was he, like, he pay bought, me back if you feel yeah, like it. He, he bought a trophy shop for like $40,000. Yeah. He bought a playbook. Uh, playhouse thing for some local twins. He, he bought, bought a new prayer wing for yeah. the the church. Yeah, I mean he he was doing good things in the community. Yeah, but it wasn't his money. It yet. wasn't his money. Yeah. Um, and even though all that stuff was seized, they still like Bernie. Yeah, like, yeah. That's the weird thing about this uh, story is that. Bernie's not the villain, according to these townspeople in Carthage. No. Bernie's maybe a couple. Um, they did not interview people that said a bad thing about him. No. I mean, they they even showed uh, uh, Margaret's sister. who yeah, I believe, Yeah, Marjorie's sister, uh, who I believe was played by Matthew McConaughey's mom. I think so, too. I yeah. think that was her. And they, you know, she said she was a hateful person, but she still wanted to know what happened to her sister. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, they they get a search warrant or something. Yeah. They break into the house. Uh, they look around for the males. And the stockbroker's there, too. Yeah, the stockbroker's there, the granddaughter. 
Um, the sister's not there because no. the sister finds out about it in uh, the phone tree. Well, the phone tree. No, the <laughs> That's what I call it. at church. They're leaving church and they're like, "Oh, did you? I'm I'm so sorry about your sister." And she's no, like, no, no. There's a phone call. One of the ladies that they interview call her and goes, "Did you know Bernie killed oh, your that's sister?" Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they were talking about it in church and then the phone yeah. thing started happening. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and the sister and was like, like no. oh, Bernie, she's a, she's off in some, you know, yeah. ho- hospital or something. And they're like, no, she's in a freezer heading to <laughs> Dallas or something. And it's like, oh, geez. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is the, the most you can laugh at someone's demise. Right. Um, <laughs> but everybody believed Bernie. That's that's a given. They um, thought even if he did do it, that she had it coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the freezer, it was taped shut. Um, he placed her in the freezer uh, and then and then put meats and other uh, other freezer. Yeah, and stuff. he didn't even, I don't think he had enough room to like fully hide because just a little bit of movement and there she was. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it took, what, two days? Two days to thaw to her thaw out. To thaw her out for a proper autopsy. Yeah. You find that out in the courtroom scene. When they start to look for Bernie, Bernie's not hiding. No. He has no idea that they went and did this either. Right. Uh, he's actually, he's not coaching a Little League team, but he's giving them a pep talk. Yes. He might have some, been coaching. No, he wasn't the coach. Oh, okay. Uh, and he's like giving a pep, a pep talk at like a, maybe a pizzeria or something uh-huh. like that. And then the cops come in. They go, oh, hey, uh, we need to talk to you. And they take him. They go to the interrogation room. Um, where he totally confesses. He says the truth. Yeah. He says, I killed her. I shot her four times in the back with the armadillo rifle. <laughs> uh-huh. And so, I mean, it's cut and dry. Oh, yeah. He confessed there should have never been a trial. No, no. He... Unless they were going for insanity plea. They weren't. And that's just crazy to me. They should have done like it was a temporary insanity. He would have got hey. less time. You and I have been in the court system. Oh, and have we've seen how it doesn't work. How? Yeah. yeah. It was a train wreck. Yeah. But yeah, they, everything is seized, by the way. Cars. Playhouse. Playhouse. Prayer wing. Prayer wing. Trophy place. Businesses are shut homes. down. He bought people's homes yeah. and people got kicked out. Yeah. It was and sad. Like, uh, the groundskeeper was given a truck. He got, he got it. Like, it got repossessed. Yeah. And he's like... So, were you ever going to pay Bernie back? And he goes, no, you just told me I could have it. And and I'm like, these people lost their jobs, their homes. Yeah. And they still praise Bernie. Mm-hmm. And here's the weird part uh, about this is that Bernie wasn't going to get a fair trial. Not in that town. Not in that town. Not in any town, probably in, in the county. surrounding area. Yeah. So, they had to take him to some other place yeah yeah i didn't write down the yeah i didn't write down either they just took him to a different town yeah someplace where they could uh and it's not all right it is so that bernie got a fair trial because it was going to be lopsided they were going to just acquit him yes and life would go on Mm -hmm. um so they had to take him somewhere else and they did the jury finds him guilty and he gets life in prison but during the court case, 
this is when they're doing the you you like fancy stuff yes. and stuff like that. And when I when I testified down here, uh-huh. um, it was oh this is a north versus south thing. You 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 uh, you're protecting your northern friend. Yeah, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, and I'm like, no, that's not it. If I believed the person did it, mm-hmm. I would be burning that person to the ground right, right now. Yeah. Instead, it's it was a it was a us versus them thing. Mm-hmm. And so they're saying, you know, same thing. You like the fancy stuff and we we down here just don't understand your lifestyle. Which is bull honky. Yeah. You know how many Texas oil millionaires are in Texas probably? Yeah, but that's that's when they explained at the beginning of the movie. What? East Texas, that that ain't oh, part of those Dallas right. folks. Yes. You know. Um Oh, they call it the People's Republic of Austin. That's yeah. what they call it. <laughs> I knew. I, it's just really funny because Austin's. We have a friend who lives in Texas right now. Yeah. I wonder which part of this. I think he's in the. Yeah, doesn't he live in the Dallas area? I don't remember. He'll I'm have to tell sure. us. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a ring. <laughs> um, so during the court court case. They have people outside selling, you know, free Bernie stuff. And yeah. There's like posters that have gone up. And one of my favorite posters that I saw was Freezing Miss Daisy. Yeah. It just, it made yeah. me laugh. Um, I think they showed some real uh, actual stock footage of people driving around in their cars with free Bernie. I think so too. Uh, and those were the... little old ladies. Yeah. Yeah. It's just bizarre. Um, yeah. Watch the movie and then do some YouTube searches and yeah. you will get some really interesting stuff. Yeah. So here's the thing. Bernie murdered this woman. Yes. Danny Buck was shown as the villain of the townspeople. He was. But Danny Buck was right. Danny Buck needed to get this guy convicted. Absolutely. I mean, the man committed a crime. He had to pay for the crime. Exactly. That's just how the law works. So you can't just uh, have a guy go free just because you like him. Right. I mean, there's people in jail that I probably would like, mm-hmm. but they're in jail for a reason. Right. Now, I don't think he would have killed again. Probably not. I don't think he would have become a violent member of society. No, I think he would have been a, uh, an outstanding member of the community and tried to build himself back up again. Right. And, you know, so the court case happens. He's He's... You know, he's going to jail and they show him in jail and he's talking to that older lady with the deep voice. Uh-huh. And she's like, she's like, I wrote the warden a letter. I told him that when I die, I need you to come and sing at my funeral. And uh, and he's like, that's really nice. But I'm, I don't think I'm going to be getting out of here yeah. for that. And she's like, oh, sure you will. I wrote him a letter. Yeah. She, she said something, I think, like. You, you could still be in the chains. Yeah. <laughs> I told him you could still be in the chains and everything. I mean, you ain't going to run nowhere. What they should have just done is recorded him, and then they could have played it. Yeah. It's it was funny. It was so It's bizarre. Weird. Uh, and then they then they interview this little old lady at the end, and it's it kind of ends kind of like on a sad note there because she's really sad that Bernie did this. Mm-hmm. And she's like, did Bernie sin? Yeah. Will Bernie be forgiven? Yeah. Is Bernie where he belongs? Yeah. And then, like, you just see the sadness in her face. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, and that's the movie. 
But yeah, we did YouTube this because I was like, well, if this was a true story, it had to have been on the news. Mm-hmm. So I look it up. And they do say that uh, Bernie got 99 years. Well, they also show Jack and Bernie briefly Talking. through yeah. the credits. Yeah. They show some of the real people. And uh, it, it was kind of funny because then we, when we YouTubed it, we saw Bernie T-Day is freed from jail. And I'm like, what? Uh-huh. And I don't understand the circumstances because he's he got out on bond. But they, they after this movie was made, he got yeah, out on bond. It's like twenty sixteen. And yeah, and he was told to move in with uh, Richard Linklater. Yeah. In Austin, and it was very kind of hush hush, and. I don't understand what was going on there. Well, they they said that they introduced... And what's weird here is Danny Buck was part of getting him a new trial. Yeah. Which is interesting because they don't show it. That's not the point right there. He got out on bond. I know. They they introduced that new evidence of him being molested, which shouldn't have got him out. That isn't what got him out. I thought that's what got no, him out. No, he got out in 2012. Oh. It, and, and he lived for about two years, and then he had to go back. Uh-huh. And in 2016, he was tried a, the new, a okay, second time, okay. and he got 99 years to life. Yeah, I don't understand why he got out to begin with. Yeah, I don't either. And, and I've tried to make sense of it. It doesn't make sense. He got out on bond. Richard Linklater bonded him out somehow. Yeah. And I don't know if it was to try and get a retrial or something like that, but Bernie had a job. He was doing his Bernie stuff again, and now he's back in in prison. Yeah. And there's not much to that on YouTube. Um, I read a little bit of an article, but there's nothing really to it, I don't think. That's odd. So yeah, Bernie's still in prison, despite the rumors, and uh, he'll be there for a while. He said that uh, he he could probably get parole in uh, forty years, and he's like, and I'll be eighty six then. Yeah. So what's the what's the purpose? You're eighty six. You get out of prison that you've been in for fifty years. There is no way of starting your life back up. No. So. It's like a just, Shawshank Redemption thing. There. Yeah, you'll just go get a job at a grocery store and then hang yourself. Well, that just brought the room <laughs> well, down. Well, that was a Shawshank Redemption I know. Thing. That's why I said it. If you've seen it, you've seen it. You know. <laughs> All right. So how much do you think it cost to make this movie? Um, I think the budget was probably low. Yeah. Because they, they, I don't think they really had a lot. Um, Less than a million? No. Really? Yeah, really. No, it, it cost six million. Really? Yeah. Um, Box office, not great. No, um, I didn't hear about it until you had already watched yeah. it once, and you're like, "Oh, you gotta see this." Yeah, movie. I'm like, "Oh, jeez, oh, jeez." And I don't think you told me that he had murdered somebody. So when I first sat down to watch it, I was like, "Why am I watching this movie? <laughs> what is this about?" And you're like, "Just watch. Just wait." <laughs> yeah. Um. No, it made ten million dollars in the box office. So it did make a small profit. It, sort of. I don't know if four million dollars is considered a profit. Um, people call those kind of like bombs. It's not a bomb. It's just a, well, it's an independent movie, so it's not like right. It was trying to be a blockbuster hit. Yeah, yeah. And if you can, if you watch this movie, you're gonna sit through 
six or seven production company logos before the movie even starts. Yeah. Um, I didn't like that. I, I, and Castle Rock Entertainment had theirs, theirs taken off. Oh, really? And I don't know why. Huh. It's just mentioned in the IMDb facts. Interesting. Yeah. So who was your favorite character in this movie? The grav, it's 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 a toss up. I really like the gravelly voiced lady. Yeah, and then the other crass lady. I liked, yeah, I liked the crass lady. <laughs> she was funny. She's just sitting there with a cigarette in her hand, just telling stories. Oh, just I know. Telling stories. You just sit there and watch her all day. Oh hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, and Rabbit, he was funny too. His name's not Rabbit in the movie, although if he was, I would have loved that. <laughs> um. But yeah, in Rabbit was even at the court trial. Yeah. In in the yeah, uh, in a lot the of the towns audience. people showed the audience. Um, the gravelly voice lady was there. Uh-huh. Um, a couple others. But uh, yeah, um, who did you hate? You're supposed to hate Marjorie. Yeah, you are. But I didn't hate Marjorie. I didn't hate her either. Um, I almost I thought she her. was mean. Yeah. But, you know. She was 81. She'd had family members try and get her money by by going through court. Yeah. I can understand her being a bit of a viper. Yeah. You know? I think there were subtle references in the movie that made it look like she might have been suffering from early dementia. And or, that's possible, or too. Early signs of dementia. Yeah. You know, forgetting her pills. Yes. Getting angry for no reason. Yes. Those are signs. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't blame her for being the way she was. No. Maybe maybe if she was 40 years younger, I'd be like, man, yeah. she rolled bitch. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, yeah, being 81 and just hateful, that kind of comes with the territory sometimes. Right, right. Um, I hope I'm not a hateful 81-year-old. Oh, you will be. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll talk a little bit about the cinematography. Okay. There aren't like sprawling shots. There's, there's, you know, interesting locations. Um, they were shot beautifully. Carthage, though. the 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 Carthage portrayed in the movie uh, isn't Carthage. Of it's, course not. It's some other place in Texas. Uh, but the place that they filmed looked just like where we where we used to live. Oh yeah. It's a small town. Maybe mm-hmm. this is why I can relate to it is because I lived in a small town. Oh yeah, it totally felt like home. Yeah, and. You could just like, you know, you already know who's there. Mm-hmm. You already know what you're getting into. It's a church community. Uh, and you're going to get the old bitty gossip ladies. Mm-hmm. You just are. So I liked, I liked that aspect of it. They used a little bit of real footage. Not much. A lot of close-ups. Mm-hmm. There's no real long shots. Little short takes. Everything was really bright. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely that kind of a mood, mm-hmm. you know. The only couple nighttime scenes we see is when he shoots the armadillo. Yeah, I think that's I the think only that's one. I think that's the only one, really, there, yeah. There's, there's some that are inside the theater that are darker, but, you know. Yeah. They're, they're really, it's very bright movie. Even in the scenes in the theater, mm-hmm. it's always bright where the the, the theater crew is because they want you to focus on that and they make it very beautiful like the music man scene yeah that was really nice scene yeah exactly 
And yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. Um, music wise, a uh, lot of gospel music in this one. Mm-hmm. A lot of hymnals. Yeah. And and things like that. You know, you had a song from Guys and Dolls. Yeah. And then you had uh, that song from Music Man. Mm-hmm. And um, then the rest was just hymnals just, and gospel songs. Yeah. The mood music kind of was there, but not really there. I mean, yeah, there you, was a lot of scenes. Don't I don't really... think you had music. Yeah. Which I appreciate, actually, because you don't need music in every scene. Right. And it, it's just a real nice, really well put together movie. Mm-hmm. And Ben Affleck wasn't in it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. So, anyway, um, is there anything else we want to talk about the movie? I think it's definitely worth watching once, if especially if you're into crime dramas, yeah, and reenactment type dramas like ID Channel. Right. You'll love this movie. Yeah, and I, and I put out there on our Facebook that uh, this was going to be the movie we we're going to discuss today, and I got some positive uh, feedback from that. Mm-hmm. Um, people who haven't seen the movie are like, "Oh, I like that kind of movie." Yeah, and uh, and I think that. If you like that kind of movie, this is your movie. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like Jack Black, this is your movie. Yeah. If you like Matthew McConaughey, this is your movie. Because they play up to their strengths in this movie. Even Shirley MacLaine, yeah. if you like her. And yeah, I think I have seen her in uh, Steel Magnolias. I've never seen Postcards from the Edge. That uh, one's actually pretty good. There's other movies that I have seen her in. Was she Terms in of Death Becomes Her? No. No. Uh <laughs> I was just thinking about it. Like, she could have been in Death Becomes there's, Her. There's a new show coming coming out called uh, Fosse and Verdon. Yeah. And I know it's about another woman, but it reminds me of the era that Shirley MacLaine was really big in. Okay. Because she did that kind of cabaret almost yeah. looking. Uh, so she was like 1970s, 1980s. 1960s, 70s. Yeah. Yeah. She was very popular for a long time. All I remember from her is when I was in high school, she wrote a book about uh talking to dead people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then we watched that movie uh defending your life oh that's a great movie and uh she was like welcome oh, to the right. uh, to the uh uh reincarnation room we'll see who you used to be i totally forgot she was that's in that what movie she is. she's the past lives lady yes okay yes that's a great movie if you haven't seen that movie you should go watch it yeah one. yeah that's a good one who's in that movie uh Meryl Streep and uh, and the uh, curly haired Jewy guy, uh, what's his name? I never remember his name. Arthur uh, Albert, Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks, that's it. And I don't even know if he's Jewish. He could be Catholic. All I know is that he's got that guilt. I think he actually is Jewish. He though. might be. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's a good movie too. We should really talk about that one. It's fun. So anyway, that's that's it. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Share us. Tell your friends. Give us a comment. Give us a comment. We had some lively chatter last week. Yeah, oh, we, we want to know if it. Jacob actually watched that movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jacob, did you ever watch uh, Project Almanac? <laughs> I almost forgot the name of the damn movie again. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, a listener asked me what movie it was that I hated in the uh, time travel thing, and I couldn't remember the name of the movie, so I had to, like, I Googled uh, found footage time travel, it's weird that you got more than one. Really? Yeah. But the one I'm talking about is called Project Almanac. It's not good. Um, <laughs> the the person I was talking to uh, 
I told I told him about it, and uh, he's like, "Sounds terrible." What was it? I think he might have watched the trailer because he goes, "It looks awful." Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm like, "It's not on Hulu anymore," because I saw it on Hulu, but I'm I'm sure he could find the movie yes. in specific non-linear <laughs> ways, right? <laughs> but you know, we when we talk about this, oh, this movie, uh, Bernie. It's on uh, Amazon Prime Streaming, yes. and I should have put that at the beginning because I don't know how many people listen all the way to the end. So well, they can just go look for it then. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it is on Amazon Prime Streaming. It's a fun movie about a terrible thing that happened in a small town. <laughs> I mean, it really how can, is. How yeah. can you how can you explain this movie to somebody? It's like, oh, it's got Jack Black, so it's funny. Yeah, what happens? Well, he murders somebody. Well, that's not very funny. Oh, it kind of is. I mean, the way they dealt with it, it was fun. So, it's just an odd story. Yeah. So over the next uh, couple of days, we're going to be uh, watching every single Evil Bong movie. No, we're not. Yeah. Oh. Could we just do one of them? Could we do? Oh, could we do <laughs> Evil Bong versus Ginger Dead Man? No. Oh come on! That's the uh. most funnest one. That might be like the first Arwen hates this movie. No, it's gonna be Teen Wolf. We're watching that today. Ugh. So. I hate Teen Wolf. Yeah. I know that's an odd statement, probably for a lot of people to hear. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh. Yeah. Next week, uh, Arwen hates this movie, part one. So, that'll be fun. Sounds exciting. It does. <laughs> so anyway, we have been happy fun time movie hour. You can follow us on Facebook. We are Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. Um, we do have a Twitter. Um, it's not really active, active, but you know, we connect with people a little bit better on Facebook. Uh, but our Twitter is uh, Fun Time Movies One. That is Fun Time Movies and the number one. You can uh, you can subscribe to us. We're on four platforms. Uh, we're on Spotify. Google Podcast, Stitcher, and iTunes, Apple Podcast. <laughs> oh, I I googled us. Yeah, we come up in results now. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of fun. <laughs> Instead um, of just the uh, Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I typed in "Happy Fun Time Movie Hour," I got the uh, "Drunken on Drugs Happy Fun Time Hour." Yeah. You know, that's about a half a page. And then I saw you know our podcast information so mm. i kind of like that i kind of like being out there people want to talk about happy fun times we're one of the results now yay so that's good follow us like us subscribe to us um we'd love to hear your comments we love to talk with you on facebook on twitter um in person um come over to the house watch a movie with us you'll be on our podcast I promise. <laughs> anyway, we have been Happy Fun Time Movie Hour, and uh, go watch a movie. <laughs>